At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Hey everyone, welcome in. It's another edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's your Tuesday crew live from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios with the former college football national champion and longtime NFL wide receiver. He's Mike Pritchard. I'm Ben Wilson, Matt Santos, our outstanding producer behind the glass. Another Tuesday for us, Mike, to react to Monday Night Football. Another whack-a-mole Monday Night outcome. <laughs> Bears 33, Patriots 17. Huh is, I think, the general reaction from most of the betting public coming out of that game. Right. Uh, a blowout win by Chicago on the road against New England, right? I mean, who would have ever thought that? Nobody. Um, I actually had a teaser situation going on uh, with the Patriots. Uh, I was on primetime uh, with Sean uh, King and Tim Murray and talked about hedging what I was the situation I was in and maybe a possible middle, too, because that line closed at 9. Right, you're looking at that line, more money coming in on the Patriots right there, and I'm like, okay, I got to get on the other side of that. So I did. Luckily uh, for me, that I, I made that decision. Um, but no, nobody predicted that outcome uh, that we saw out there with New England. Uh, give a lot of credit to Chicago. Uh, what they're doing offensively with Justin Fields is fantastic. But uh, that defense for Chicago, uh, that's something that captured my attention uh, last night. I don't know about you to see what they had done right. in the first six games for Chicago, mm -hmm. to be at the bottom of the league in most categories, offensively and defensively, and then to slow down New England in the matter that they did last night, holding them to 14 points, nothing in the second half. Right. And the quarterback switch was what we probably thought would be the main takeaway coming out of that game for New England. 
At the end of the day, though, neither quarterback was all that effective for the Pats. I just go back to when the switch was made. Mm-hmm. It's 10 nothing game, Chicago's up. We had talked about how Mac Jones, through his first three starts of the year, two touchdowns to five interceptions. Worst quarterback rating of the 32 qualified starters. Whereas Bailey Zappi as a backup was 2-0 and in his first two as a starter. Number one in the league in quarterback rating, albeit in a small sample size. So you figured down 10 nothing. Mac Jones throws an interception. Jones out, Zappi in. Patriots were catching three and a half live. Right. A whole lot of people jumped on that. And you would have thought that was the, the in-game play to make last night. Turned out not to be the case. And it didn't really matter who is the QB, which was my biggest surprise last night. Well, and that's my takeaway because that Chicago Bears defense, it, okay, they made a difference. It was like it didn't matter who was quarterbacking for uh, New England, which New England has a problem now, too, from a quarterback standpoint. Uh, Bill Belichick and what he did indicated to me that Mac Jones is no longer coachable. Think about that. You just laid it out, Ben. Uh, two touchdowns to what, to five interceptions? He was leading the league in interceptions when he got the injury. Uh, but the way he was playing quarterback, you know, you can't play quarterback like that for Bill Belichick. You can't just throw off your back foot and throw the ball up in, in the air for grabs, up for grabs. And so when Belichick saw that early on in the game, it, it's, it's the same thing. Mac Jones is the same player. Uh, so he had no other choice but to go with Zappi, in my opinion, uh, to spark the offense, which he did. But in reality, it didn't make a difference because Chicago had a great game plan and uh, they was ready to go. I, I think, too, from a physicality standpoint, uh, New England obviously worn down. Uh, you know, you got the Detroit Lions game. You ran the ball very well. Uh, you had the a physical game against Cleveland. Uh, that took its, its toll on the defense for New England, but then offensively, they couldn't get the running game going at all to help out any quarterback situation. And coming in New England, though, the offensive line play had been really good. Mm-hmm. Fourth in run block separation, third in fewest pressure rates allowed. Chicago, as we talked about, bottom defense, not as bad as the offensive numbers had been, which we'll get to in a second. But right. Chicago's a team that had been 20th against the run on an EPA per play basis, 23rd against the pass. Outside of just the erratic nature of Mac Jones throwing the ball up for grabs early because he was only in for a quarter and a half, mm-hmm. how was that such a sustainable, at least overall game plan for the Bears defensively? When you think about all the different weapons the Patriots were at least trying to throw at Chicago later in the game once they took out Jones and brought in. Zach. Right, it's a great uh, situation. Great question too, Ben. I mean, I, I think I'll go back to the reason why I took a teaser on New England. Uh, Brady Ken and I, we do Pro Football Blitz yeah. on, on the weekend. And we talked about the Bill Belichick tax, uh, the inflated line situation, because it was eight, right? And Eric, okay, wait a minute. Why, are, why is New England laying eight uh, off of back-to-back wins against Detroit and Cleveland that way? And it's like, okay, any type of improvement with the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick uh, there's going to be a tax involved there. So we, we thought the spread was way too large. Uh, I teased it down thinking, okay, under a field goal would be great. Uh, but then when I saw that line climbing uh, last night, it's like, okay, wait a minute, I got to get on the other side of that. Uh, so uh, when you're looking at New England and Belichick, any type of success, you're going to see that inflated situation, I believe. But in reality, there's still a work in progress. And, and, and Bill Belichick was indicating that by not declaring a quarterback all week uh, whether it was Zappi or, or, or Mac Jones. I, I think the fans seemingly are influential. They want the Brady story, though, right? Mm-hmm. They want that with Zappi, and uh, that's not the case. I mean, Zappi is still a work in progress, but it goes back to who's more coachable at this point because you do have Mac Jones set in his ways a little bit, still doing the same kind of things that got him 
uh, in, a, in a difficult situation and no growth with that offense to begin the year either. Uh, and then you did see a spark with Zappi, so you go with that. But now the decision for Belichick, who's going to be my quarterback, I think that's more difficult than at the beginning of the year. Is it Zappi for you at this point? I mean, who's more talented? Uh, you can say Mac Jones is more talented, but I go back to who's more coachable because it's a work in progress with that offense. And it's like you're going to be working on things all year long, especially if you don't have a running game. And it is okay. So if you watch the tape last night against Chicago, mm-hmm. is Zappy a guy that you can coach up and say, okay, avoid this, avoid that, and get better? Because Mac Jones clearly isn't doing that, right? And you would think a first rounder uh, would be able to recognize that and, and do that and change his ways or be coachable. Uh, so I, I think that's what Belichick has in front of him this week, uh, certainly in, in the coming weeks as well, and, and we'll figure it out. I, I think he goes back to Mac uh, because Mac is is more talented that way. And um, uh, I, I, I just you can't ignore the spark, though. You cannot ignore right. ignore the spark from Zappy uh, and what that did for that offense briefly, albeit. And that's why the groundswell of general betting support for Bailey Zappy in the offensive rookie of the year market. It's really hard mm-hmm. to blindly get behind that as we've seen his number opened at BetMGM at 125 to 1. Like, <laughs> 125 to 1. Right. And for good reason. He wasn't projected to be the starting quarterback. Was down to 16 to 1 heading into last night. Now at some books, he's down to 12 to 1. There were books in game last night mm-hmm. who took him into single digits, but not knowing really what you're going to get with how coy they keep it in New England, to me, it's really hard to trust that enough to make a bet. If anything, you have a market where Kenneth Walker III, the rookie running back in Seattle, has taken a massive leap above everybody else, especially now with Brees Hall, the Jet rookie running back, out for the season with a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Walker at 2-1, to one, that's the only player who really, even as a favorite, looks like to have value. I just don't know how you can believe in Zappi starting the rest of the season, even if you believe in his talent, is my point there. Right, right. And, and we don't know the full extent of the talent. I mean, what we saw last night, uh, he got exposed a little bit and. Um, he, he, First he, time with multiple interceptions. Sure, but and then how are you going to handle that too? It was I don't think he lost confidence. I'm not suggesting that, but Chicago made things difficult. And again, go back to that defense and and certainly how physical. Maybe go back to the offensive line situation too for New England. I, I mentioned earlier in the segment that New England has been back to back physical type of games up front. Uh, they got their butts whipped <laughs> last night. Uh, in terms of how physical Chicago was. And, and Chicago actually had a little bit of an attitude uh, in that game. Right. And, and so from a betting standpoint, if you recognize that, and then throw in just a Pop Warner nature of Justin Fields being the best player on the field. Uh, and, and so he was incredible in terms of like how, if you combine what he did rushing the football and then throwing the football, but not just throwing the football and being prolific that way, but he was just the best player on the field and made things happen and and that was beneficial as well but uh, nobody predicted the blowout uh, i was so shocked about the blowout but uh, again a lot of credit to that chicago bears defense and here's why you and so many other people would have teased new england down mm-hmm. inside the seven and inside the three last night justin fields through the first six games of the season tied for the most sacks taken by any quarterback mm-hmm. fewest completions per game fewest attempts per game Worst on-target percentage of all qualified quarterbacks, and yet a guy who was fourth in rushing attempts, fourth in rushing yards. So the blueprint looked pretty obvious. You take away Fields' ability to run the football, force him into a pocket passer, you're likely going to win the game based on the stats we'd seen so far. 
So the Bears rush for then 243 yards. How does that work? Well, Ben, I, I think it's the physical nature of what we're seeing in today's football. Uh, 2022 has been different. I think the r rushing attack for a lot of teams, a lot of situations. And what's that? New coach, uh, quarterback, new system. I mean, you can identify uh, which teams need to simplify things out there, which teams are just going to go back to the basics and just buckle up your chin strap and go after, go out there and play physical football. There's a number of teams like that. Chicago's one of them. They're getting better with it. They're getting more efficient with it anyway. Uh, now that you have the running threat with Justin Fields, and he certainly has embraced it, uh, in addition to him being able to throw the ball a few times and, and be accurate mm -hmm. a, uh, enough uh, to help you move the ball, uh, you're seeing that be a formula that's working on the National right. Football League. But it goes to the other side, though. And that's the defense. If the defense can be that physical and that intimidating, you definitely have a chance each and every Sunday. And, but you had talked about the Belichick tax in these mm -hmm. lines. And right. we all just figured, okay, one-dimensional offense, Belichick will find a way to take away that one thing you do well offensively. Yet the reality is New England, for all their success over the years defensively with Belichick, as I look at the updated numbers now, having just refreshed this, after Monday Night Football, New England 28th against the run mm -hmm. on an EPA per play basis allowed. So there's a discrepancy there between reality and perception. And a lot of us in the betting market, A, might have elevated New England a little bit too much after two really good weeks back-to-back -back and didn't necessarily account for how weak in general this rush defense is. And that ended up being the Achilles heel Absolutely. Absolutely, Ben. And there was attacks there. And a great job by Brady Cannon uh, over the weekend. We both identified that. The teaser, but then... Lucky, luckily for me, like I mentioned, I was able to take that those points right there for Chicago. You got off it. Way to go. I Bears did. I did. Go to Dallas catching <laughs> nine and a half. We'll talk about this situation for the Patriots at New England as they take on the Jets on the road. There's big injury concerns. We talked about that for the Jets. A big signing, though, in the running back room. We'll get Mike's thoughts on the impact there as we're just getting started here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Very exciting show for you today. Just getting started on the Lombardi line, we have Will Hill, our frequent VEASAN contributor, joining the show a little bit later this hour. Josh Applebaum. I saw Josh on ESPN last I night. saw that too. A little commercial for DraftKings. <laughs> right. How about Josh? He's the host of big our VEASAN daily morning bets. He is big time. Not big time enough, though, to turn us down. Josh is with That's us. That's right. One thirty on the East Coast today. We just talked New England and all the struggles from last night. You think about how it turns ahead to this week. New England mm-hmm. goes to New York, Patriots-Jets, big divisional matchup, and the Jets, for all the success they had Sunday and a big emotional win over Denver on the road, 16-9, lose a very big piece to the offense in the process. Rookie running back Brees Hall lost for the season with a torn ACL. Give the Jets the, some credit, though. Instead of standing pat, they go out yesterday and make a move, trading for James Robinson from the Jaguars, who had started the season at running back for Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, had fallen back, though, into a number two role behind Travis Etienne. As a result, Jets trade for Robinson, give up a sixth-round pick that could become a fifth, depending on performance-based incentives for Robinson over the rest of the season and if he hits some of those benchmarks. You think about where the Jets were at with Hall and how good of a running game they have had 
to cover up some of the warts of a young quarterback in Zach Wilson. What does a move like this do for you when you evaluate the Jets going forward? Well, it's going to take some time for Robinson to catch up with this offense. I mean, we're seeing uh, teams implement uh, a complex running attack uh, along the way. Uh, also, on top of the Brees Hall injury, you have Vera Tucker. They got hurt. Uh, and he was a first-round draft choice. This was a versatile offensive lineman. I mean, he was a stud at SC. You could have played him at left tackle, left guard. They moved him at right tackle uh, because of what's happened with that offensive line along the way, too. Uh, so Coach Salah and his staff going to have to uh, solidify that offensive line even more. Uh, Brees Hall, I think, was an incredible addition, too, like you mentioned, Ben, and uh, a great start to the season, too. But you, you have a combination of Robinson trying to fit in and understand the philosophy of the offense from a rushing attack and then also pass protection. Uh, and then you have to adjust your offensive line. Because I think Vera Tucker, uh, again, that guy was probably destined to be pro bowler multiple times. Mm. Uh, and who knows what his career turns into after that. But he's a really talented player. And we know uh, Becton is out, too. so they've Fant got a, as well. You've right. already lost two tackles to Exactly. IR. So they have a number of uh, – uh, fill-ins, if you will, uh, up there up front. And so, again, uh, take, a, take some caution in terms of being excited about Robinson. I, I think eventually, maybe once everything catches up to speed, everybody gets on the same page, maybe it starts to look the part that everybody's anticipating right now. Uh, but I'm cautious uh, about the situation with the Jets up front. I haven't even mentioned the situation with Elijah Moore as a wide receiver, mm -hmm. rumored to have asked out, asking for a trade. Could the Jets be actively shopping their young wide receiver? You talk about all these negatives on the offensive side of the ball, right. and yet the Jets keep winning in spite of a quarterback in Zach Wilson who I guess the best thing we can say about him, Mike, is that he doesn't kill you with turnovers, which is something it couldn't have said last year was among the league leaders in turnovers by quarterbacks. I guess that's a good thing, but it's really been the defense they're winning with. The question becomes, how long can this keep up where you're winning specifically and strictly on one side of the ball with a defensive-minded head coach in Robert Sala. Right. Um, I was on WABC in, in New York recently, and we, we talked oh, about this. Uh, <laughs> no, big just, Apple. Rich. <laughs> big time, not big time like Josh Applebaum. No. But, uh, not big enough. <laughs> no, it's, it's a situation in which we, there's so much unknown with the Jets right now. Like, I think Robert Sala and his staff had an advantage the last three weeks because of familiarity. Uh, and meaning you go back to when Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator in Okay, facing Nathaniel Hackett uh, in a situation on the road against Denver. Uh, okay, you, you went up against Green Bay Packers, and, and you, you might have some familiarity over the years, right, for the Jets uh, and what they were able to do. The Packers, you certainly got familiarity because of Nathaniel Hackett was just there. So you had back-to-back -back weeks of the same system that you could prepare for as a defense, and, and I think they had a solid plan. And then you look at the Dolphins, too. Uh, McDaniel, uh, from a run game standpoint, and certainly from that coordination standpoint, Robert Sala knows that because he was out there in 49er land uh, at the same time. So I, I think the Jets benefited that way uh, along the way. And, and so you look at the Jets' schedule here, Ben. They've only played one game uh, within the division here, and that was against the Dolphins. So you find out more about teams when they are going up against divisional opponents. And, and that teams. was a game against Skylar Thompson, the third string Right, right. So uh, fortunate uh, for the Jets so far to begin the year but they've taken advantage of it. I'm not taking that away from them, but we're going to find out more and more about this team uh, in the next two weeks, obviously. You got, what, New England coming up and then Buffalo after that before the bye, uh, and now they're injured too, so I'm cautious about the Jets, even though they're off to this hot start. And we just talked about with Chicago, where your offense, when it's so obviously one-dimensional, it mm -hmm. becomes really difficult once right. defenses key in on that. You look at the last three games for Zach Wilson, has not thrown a single interception, mm -hmm. which is good. 
He's averaged 147 passing yards per game, though. I mean, what is this, like 1974? It's <laughs> such a vanilla <laughs> offense with the Jets. So at what point does it become too much where defenses hone in on that, even if the James Robinson acquisition is really good and you still get production out of him as a top running back? Can that really carry you deeper into the season? And that's where you look at now a matchup like this week. It's funny. We just talked about how Bill Belichick in New England, that's right. the opponent for the Jets usually reliable to take away your number one option offensively, which for the Jets would be the running back position. And it is Belichick off a loss. uh, Patriots now have gotten hit a little bit, punched in the mouth, the physical nature of Monday night, and a Jet team that is the market overvaluating them a little bit here. I realize they're a home dog once again, catching Mm -hmm. one or one and a half. But what's this line if uh, New England takes care of business against Chicago? Well over a field goal, I would think. So a pretty big a pretty big tick down on that number going ahead now to the Meadowlands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I would love to have more points with the Jets at home, though, to be honest with you. I mean, this is a, you know, a good teaser situation if you're inclined right now. Um, we'll see Long what happens. teaser hap- does sure, qualify. Sure, yep. Defi- uh, you know, we'll see what develops during the week. But we just saw New England get their butts whipped on national TV physically. Uh, they got physically dominated, Ben. And, and I think even on a short week, uh, your pride is at stake a little bit if you're in New England in that defense. And we don't have the Pop Warner nature of quarterback here with uh, Zach Wilson. Like, Justin Fields, again, he was the best athlete on the field and the best player on the field uh, when he was behind center uh, last night. And now throwing the football, he's still challenged, but certainly he's so dynamic with his legs, and, and we saw him make play after play that way. But Zach Wilson's not that. Uh, and so, you know, as a defense, if you're New England, things will get easier for you. Uh, against if you can stop the run and slow down the run. Okay, now uh, we'll focus in on what Zach Wilson is as a passer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the problem still lies on that offense for New England. I think what Salah has done with this Jets defense is incredible. I mean, look at that roster, Ben. I mean, it's last chance you for a lot of guys uh, up there that have uh, drifted and and been around the league a little bit. But then also Sauce Gardner has just risen to the occasion and really helped out that That's defense. Been incredible. So, yeah, absolutely. Favorite now to win defensive rookie of the year and for good reason with his play so yeah, far. Yeah, but that's in the secondary. And, okay, you know, you're thinking about New England. It's not like it's a prolific passing I'd, team either, uh, right? That under has already seen a little money. Yeah. Standing pad at 40 and a half. Right. Was touching 41 and a half on the overnight. That's a number you would think might continue to creep down a little bit yeah. given the injury concerns on offense for both teams. Speaking of injury concerns, we have a lot to get to today, rest of the show. But in Seattle, DK Metcalf, that's a pretty big piece at Mm -hmm. wide receiver. He leaves the game in a win over the Chargers fairly early on in the first half. Pete Carroll yesterday at his Monday press conference, not ruling Metcalf out yet. But you have a game between two of the biggest overachievers this year, Mike. Giants go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Your division-leading Seattle Seahawks, who are still, believe it or not, Mike, 5-1 to to win the NFC West. And they're in first place in the division through seven weeks. Seahawks laying a three-point number. How much does the Metcalf piece influence your thought on where this line ought to or should go here through well, the coming days? Yeah, I mean, Metcalf has elevated or helped elevate Geno a, a little bit, but not to a large extent when Geno is distributing the football all over the field. And then Kenneth Walker is just running lights out right now from a rushing game uh, standpoint. I, I think it's a physical game, a very physical game. You're right about both teams overachieving uh, like what we saw with Chicago, and this is something to keep in mind for betters, and because it's true about players in the National Football League, it's a get better league, and uh, we, we you have to improve. You have no other choice, right? Uh, the overachieving nature for the Giants, they're able to make plays when they need to. 
uh, in the fourth quarter. Seattle has been highly consistent uh, in terms of making plays when they need to, to in, order, in order to win games. We saw that from Chicago. Uh, I think Chicago has been competitive at times, just not able to make the plays mm-hmm. when needed, but they did last night, right? Uh, so this game gets very interesting to me in terms of uh, which teams could be the most consistent. Uh, I think both teams are going to try to run the football but play physical too, but uh, this is a tough call uh, to begin the week here. Uh, I think Metcalf uh, is a big miss, but Marquise Goodwin has uh, stepped in. Multiple though. touchdowns right. in that game against right. L.A., and you thought maybe with DK outs mm-hmm. would be tough. Maybe an in-game look for the Chargers. It did not manifest that way whatsoever. Right. Seattle wins comfortably. There's also a big injury piece on the New York side on the offensive line. As we continue to discuss this matchup next, we'll also get into the situation in Indianapolis. Matt Ryan to the bench. Sam Ellinger in. What does Pritch think about that development for the Colts? We'll discuss next on the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, including our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, pro tips with actionable insights to up your betting game, deep dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We talked about pro tips. Our pro tip of the hour for hour number one on the Lombardi line. Something you talked about, Mike. Thanks, Pritch. You're always you're always like doing the heavy lifting here. I'm just sort of standing by. I just repeat whatever Mike says. And that's our <laughs> that's not true. Pro tip. Yeah, sometimes it is. Uh, make sure to pay attention in the betting market to perception versus reality. That can apply to many things in the betting markets. The example we use, though, looking at a coach like Bill Belichick, whose taxes always infiltrated into the market every single week, but just Looking at the Bears-Patriots game from this past week, perception, mm-hmm. Belichick will take away the one thing Chicago does well, which is running the football, force them into a passing game. Reality, New England is 29th against the run this year, and we're bludgeoned at the line of scrimmage, 243 rushing yards allowed. That is as good of an example as you could come up with for this specific week, perception versus reality. Yeah, right? absolutely. Throw on uh, public uh, perception as well, right? I mean, I, I think the whole Belichick tax or any tax on a team like we're pining and looking for an improvement for Green Bay, but Green Bay's telling us that they stink right now, right? I mean, uh, or at least they're not organized and on the same page offensively. And defensively, I, I think they're beyond, uh, below expectations too. So uh, there's a number of situations like that that are out there for betters to take advantage of. And so, yeah, the Belichick tax was in play, uh, therefore the teaser. But then when you see the line go up like it did, okay, wait a minute. Uh, I got the teaser, but I feel good about that. But I now I got a lot of points to where I could possibly uh, cash in a middle situation too. But at least uh, I'm going to get a guaranteed payout. And that was the reason for that. But uh, I think there's a number of situations in the National Football League each and every week as books are still trying to catch up with today's game and how it's shifted mm-hmm. from seven-on-seven pass-happy spread offenses to we're going to line up and play physical football at the line of scrimmage now. And that's what makes this whole giant season <laughs> So hard to figure mm-hmm. out because perception is, oh, this is just a bad team that somehow hangs in there long enough but finds ways to win, Right. which for us is a betting network and we talk about numbers, it's not something that really 
you know, rattles your cage and gets you all excited when you just, okay, they know how to win. That's sure. a nice cliche. Well, I but mean, the numbers say bottom 10 to 12 in, in both against the pass and against the run defensively. Elite's running game, but a quarterback in Daniel Jones who's bottom 10 in most numbers it's like, where, where does the actual reality lie? And I think that's what's hard about the Giants. I don't, I don't think we still know. Right. Because clearly they're better than we all thought. Yet the numbers still haven't really caught up to that yet. They still indicate a bet against team with massive regression to come. That has not happened yet through seven weeks. Great point. I mean, I think it's like the Jets situation. They really haven't played a lot of teams within the division to really gauge how great they are, right? And, uh, or, or, you know, their deficiencies or, or flaws even. Uh, I, I think when you have an advantage that you have unfamiliar opponents a lot of times, that could be to your advantage if you're overachieving. Uh, and, and you're right, you just got to break down these teams. So uh, in order for the uh, the Giants, looking at the Giants, and, and you, okay, if you're Dable, how can I get the most out of my roster right now? Which obviously it's not a Super Bowl roster. We don't even know if it's a playoff roster, but how do I get the most out of them? I, I think if you simplify things and then you say, oh, look, we got to commit to being physical. Do I have the players on my team that like to do that, that like to mix it up. There's a lot of teams that don't like to mix it up. I, Chargers are one of them. They don't want to play mm -hmm. physical football. But uh, Seattle is a, is a team that Pete Carroll can mold because he's got a group of players that are so hungry, all those mid-rounders. It's kind of like what he had with the Legion of Boom and all that. Like, I can mold these guys. I can, I can get them to play the way that we need to play in order to win games. And, and that's what we're talking about with the Giants and uh, so Dable's done a great job right now. Daniel Jones doesn't have to do too much, but can he make enough plays, right? Can he be put in position to make plays in the fourth quarter? And so far he has. I mean, Saquon Barkley has been incredible, but to me it's about the whole roster, everything simplified uh, to where, okay, what can we do at a high level each and every week? How can we be consistent? Uh, because that's what it's going to take to win games, and, uh, and therefore the Giants – are that Seattle is that which makes this matchup highly intriguing and with the Giants now without one of their offensive linemen pieces Evan Neal sprained MCL mm -hmm. hadn't you look at the the specific run pass blocking grades hadn't had a great start to the rookie year but it's more Mike just the depth in general right. that you start to worry about a little bit when injuries start piling up on the offensive line when you are so reliant on your running game we talked about how that impacts the Jets and how it's been wild the success they're having despite multiple tackles on the outsides on IR now Neil has not been as much of a focal point to that mm -hmm. offensive line, but still you're losing a piece you were counting on to start the year as a top seven draft. Pick. Right. I, I think as a better, you have to look at home field advantage here for Seattle. Now it's three points on the number right now. Uh, if you're shopping around, you look at the totals at 45. So the giants are taking uh, that team on the road, right? Back-to-back -back road situations in uh, okay, where, where is this team? Are, are they able to get up for this game in that atmosphere? Is Daniel Jones, going to succumb to some pressure situations from Seattle, too. And uh, you, you can factor in a Metcalf injury if you want. Uh, Pete Carroll being coy about it. But I think Marquise Goodwin, that's a distraction. Marquise Goodwin has been awesome stepping in for that, for DK or, or certainly fitting in with what they're doing. And then Geno has been very, very consistent. Kenneth Walker running a football has been very, very consistent. So for me right now on a Tuesday, looking at Seattle with three, I mean, I don't know if you get a two and a half, but – uh, if that happens, my goodness, I'm pouncing. Oh, boy. Right? Uh, yeah, because I, I think back-to-back -back road trips for the Giants overachieving, uh, but can they get up for another physical game? Right. Uh, we saw New England back-to-back -back physical games, and then they succumb to Chicago. Uh, I, I think that's in the cards as well for a number of teams. Thinking about, that's a great point, the context mm -hmm. of where teams are at in their respective seasons. 
All I know is I've lost money on the Giants almost every <laughs> week. They have been a, a kryptonite, at least for me personally. So right. I'm just telling myself right now, stay away. Stay away. That's for me, though. But mm-hmm. maybe not for you. I, you're liking Seattle already. Yeah, I'm leaning um, Seattle right the, now. <laughs> another big uh, piece of movement, at least from personnel. This is a lot bigger than some of these. You have the running back trade for the Jets. You have some offensive line injuries and wide receiver injuries elsewhere. But the Indianapolis Colts, they are making a change at the most important position. At quarterback, Matt Ryan, after a abysmal start to the season, first year as a Colts quarterback, only makes it through week seven before getting benched in favor of second-year man Sam Ellinger, who has yet to attempt to pass in his NFL career. As we look at the impact here, Mike, you have a Colt team that was laying four at open against Washington. Some books on the look-ahead were as high as Colts minus six. As is now down to pretty much a blanket three. And I wonder, with how bad Matt Ryan was, I understand we have not seen a single pass thrown by Sam Ellinger in his young NFL career. How bad can it really be when you have a guy in Matt Ryan who's 29th in success rate out of the 32 qualifiers among the bottom quarterbacks as well and pretty much every metric, air yards, turnovers. It was so ugly. Yeah. And is it fair to say he cost the Colts a win in Very Tennessee fair. last Sunday? Very fair. He did cost them. I mean, the pick six, I mean, probably the difference of the game, really, but... This is a smokescreen. The problems with the Colts is, is, is not the quarterback, although, what is this, the eighth quarterback now for Frank Wright? Uh, since, um, I mean, it's Just been... A, since 2018. Right, it's been a number of quarterbacks that he's gone through. But uh, this, is, this is Chris Ballard, the GM, uh, not being able to put together an offensive line that can be consistent again. Uh, the running game has been absent all year long. That offensive line has been pushed around all year long. Matt Ryan is a statue back there, so therefore he's throwing the ball at places that he shouldn't, and he's making a lot of mistakes, and it is costing the Colts some games. Is Sam Ellinger, Ellinger really the answer? I mean, I think this is a smokescreen. Look at this list of quarterbacks, though, uh, over the years. Now, some of those quarterbacks did benefit from the fact that the offensive line was playing at a very high level. Uh, you know, you what think, was the old saying? Run the damn ball sure, because the sure. offensive line was the – Elite right. of the NFL. Right, and a couple of them got paid uh, handsomely, uh, but they have not been up to snuff so far this year. And as we've seen the league shift to a more physical game, too, and those guys are getting pushed around. So good luck, Sam Ellinger. I think as smoke screens, maybe he's going to play well. This is crazy, this quote. We've always thought from day one that Sam had some kind of special sauce. What is that? What special sauce? Special sauce. <laughs> what is that? What You can avoid a pass rush? I mean, we haven't seen him throw a ball yet, like you mentioned. And I think the great unknown is there, and uh, I don't want any part of it right now for the Colts that are putting out smoke screens and, and you know, and, and, and in essence not really addressing the issue. What they can't, though, because the offensive line, they can't change the number of players. They've been through a lot of changes already, and it hasn't solved anything. Still no running game, and now you're going to ask Sam Ellinger uh, to go in there and save the day. 31st in run blocking per pro, pro football, uh, football outsiders right. for the first seven weeks. 26th in pressure rate allowed. So now you're asking a guy who's never <laughs> thrown a pass to step in. Should point out, while Washington has been a poor team most of the year, it is a team that can get after the quarterback. They, their strength has been on defense. And you're now asking Indianapolis to lay a number? Lay a number at home, uh, even though, like I say, I don't think it can get much worse, but still, it's not what, not a situation that inspires a whole lot of confidence. I'll say that on Indianapolis going forward. New quarterback this week in Sam Ellinger. 
We'll see on the other side what Will Hill has in store for some week eight plays. Our VEASAN analyst joins us next on the show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. 
Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back on the Lombardi line, Mike Pritchard. Liking the spot for Seattle this week. Just the spot itself against the New York Giants. Looking for a three-point favorite. Looking, <laughs> looking for a number. That's right. See what Will Hill has to say about that. Our VEASAN analyst who joins the show each and every Tuesday on the Lombardi line in New York. Will, great to see you. Are we ready to say this Brian Dable-led Giant team is for real? They keep killing me in the wallet every single week. Now they're 6-1. and one. What do you think about this game going to Seattle here this week? Hey, for betters, they're real because they just keep covering numbers. They keep pulling these games out of the fire. And uh, Sunday against Jacksonville, it got a lot closer than it should have been because Barkley had a bunch of chances. I don't know if you guys saw that to go out of bounds, end the game, and they have to end up leaving like a minute on the clock, kick a field goal. And boy, Jacksonville came really close. It's hard to get closer than they came to sneaking the ball in the end zone and stealing that game. But look, his team plays tough and tight games. Uh, Dayball, you know, they come back in the fourth quarter. They have all these intangibles where they just don't turn it over. They hang around and uh, they, they've certainly been well coached. We've seen the coach of the year market certainly reflect that. Now Dable down, down to like plus 250 or so. Sirianni still a short shot. Look, I don't know that they're a, a Super Bowl contender. They're probably not. They're not. I mean, NFC title game, probably not. But could they get in the playoffs, win a game? Um, they're in pretty good shape, especially if they win this week, because uh, th- this is an early you know, look ahead for a wild card uh, contention game here with Seattle at four and three, the Giants at six and one which is just hard to say out loud if the giants win they're three and a half games ahead of seattle because they have the tiebreaker where if seattle wins they cut it to a one game lead and they're a half game out because seattle would have the tiebreaker with the head-to-head so if the giants can win this week they are all but in the playoffs at seven and one and in good shape with these tiebreakers yeah i mean you can get to plus three right now with the giants it's interesting too will because that game uh, against jacksonville uh, i thought dable might have cost him uh, especially if they would have lost because when it was 17 to 13, he had a chance to kick a field goal, go 17, 16. He went for it, got stopped, but then uh, they were able to capitalize and, and do some things and still win the game. I mean, uh, it, it, even Dable uh, at times, uh, he's been a great coach, but at times uh, any of these new coaches, they get themselves in difficult situations sometimes. Yeah, and I think Dable's in a situation where it's house money. Nobody really expected Munch. He came in and, and took over a four-win team. They were a disaster the second right. half of last year with Jake Fromm, with Glenn, and they couldn't even get the ball past midfield some of those games. So he comes in and says, you know what? I have no expectations. Sometimes that's the best thing in life. Life is, if nothing else, about expectations, and he can come in and just, you know what? If he wants to fake a punt, if he wants to go for it on fourth down, he can just uh, you know, sort of roll the dice here because nobody's really going to get on him. He, he's playing mm-hmm. with house money, and uh, I think his team is sort of taking on that personality. Blanket threes right now for the Giants in Mm. Seattle this week. How about a game that is featuring history this week? Well, Aaron Rodgers has never been a double-digit underdog as a starter. Highest spread Rodgers has been a dog for. Eight and a half, which was week one, 2014, when the Seattle Seahawks were on opening night defending Super Bowl champions. Packers did not cover that game, but it's been now eight years since Rodgers was getting over a touchdown. 
Are you possibly stepping in front of this Buffalo train, this, this team that looks so unstoppable right now, Will? I'm certainly not betting Buffalo. We were just talking off the air how hard it is to lay any sort of number of significance in this league. This league is just too crazy. We saw Carolina win as like 13, 13 and a half point dogs. The Bears just bury the Patriots last night. These these favorites of a touchdown or more have just done terribly. And the look ahead line here was eight, eight and a half. Now we're going to go through the key number of 10, key number of 11, up to 11 and a half. I could only look to Green Bay. This is a backup against the wall game. They lose this. They're three and five. They're not out of it but boy it's uh starting to get late early as they say if you go three and five so even if you're down 17 look rogers can come through the back door and cut it to 10 i know he hasn't played great those receivers haven't played great i've been betting against green bay every week this might be an opportunity to buy law on my certainly couldn't lay the 11 and a half with buffalo wow. here but look when you're taking the 11 and a half when, you, when you're taking these ugly dogs there's always the possibility that you're going to look bad and this is you know 40 to 10 you think what the hell did i do but hey it, it's only one bet it's only one unit Sometimes you just have to plug your nose and take these ugly dogs, as we learn here in the NFL. Vikings are up to like minus 500 favorites to <laughs> the division. Right, right. We're seven weeks in. It's nuts. I know. I know. It's crazy. How about this next game, uh, Will, uh, that you're interested in? The Broncos uh, and the Jags. I mean, we're talking about a London game. Uh, Don't do it, Will. Don't yeah, game. You know, on, the, the Broncos uh, are uh, catching, what, three points uh, in this game, at least what you're looking at. And um, they lost a game in which they were at home, Will, uh, the Jets had 10 first downs the yeah. entire game. Uh, they okay. had one touchdown. I mean, the, def- the defense is something that I think you can back, but the offense is just so god-awful right now for the Broncos, uh, even against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What are your thoughts uh, and your decision here? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? 10 first downs and you lose <laughs> that game. And I thought Gardner, who's a tremendous player, I thought he kind of got away with pass interference in the mm-hmm. end zone uh, later in that game. I think it was late in the fourth quarter, right. which would have put the drive. ball at the one-yard yeah. line. Um, I just can't lay three with the Jaguars. I said it last week. I'll say it this week. I just don't know that the Jags are three points better than anyone. They have been the Kings of London. They sort of have this trip down. They've played very well there. They have the experience of when to go, when to leave, all that stuff. I just can't lay three with them. To me, uh, Denver is an elite defense. This line moved from four to three, so it suggests Wilson's coming back for whatever that's worth for Denver. Uh, I'd rather still rather have him than Rippon, although it's you know it, it makes you pause at least the way he's been playing. So to me, this is like an ugly 20 to 18, 19, 17 type game. Uh, I would grab the three here with Denver. I think of the phrase I use Sunday on a live bet Sunday, guys, when I, because I bet the Broncos, I don't know why, was was ripened in the rear. We got ripened in the <laughs> rear on Sunday. It was very, very ugly. At least the teaser yeah. leg cash, but that was his miserable yes. of an experience as I've had cashing a teaser leg. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think like, they went out on. there yesterday too, uh, Denver. I think they flew out yesterday. They did, yes, yeah. already. So yeah. for whatever that is worth. <laughs> uh, Will, we just mentioned how the Vikings, they're $5 favorites or so in most markets to win the NFC North at this point. Even though most people would tell you, is this team really legit at 5-1, and one, winning a ton of close games so far? Take on an Arizona team now who comes off a really impressive Thursday night football performance, the best the Cardinals have looked all season. Vikings are laying over a field goal here at home. What's your angle on this one? I like Arizona. To me, I've not been impressed with Minnesota like you mentioned. They've won a bunch of close games. They've had a really favorable schedule. They've really only had two road games, true, two true road games, because one of their road games was a London game against the Saints, against the Saints backups. Uh, they got the Skylar Thompson slash Teddy Bridgewater combo a couple weeks ago. And that was a game Miami outgained them by 250 yards. The Vikings only had 11 first downs. And the Vikings somehow won the game by eight points. They've just, uh, it, it's funny, 
they've been really talented the past few years. They've just been so unlucky. I feel like it's sort of flipped this year where they're very mediocre, but the ball has sort of bounced their way. I will be looking to play against them. I think the three and a half with Arizona is attractive. DeAndre Hopkins makes all the difference in the world for Murray, for this Cardinals team since they've had him versus when they haven't had him. And they've lined him up a lot in the slot, and the Vikings have been god-awful defending the slot. They are secondary. I think, Pritch, I think you could go for 85 yards against this secondary. <laughs> they can't cover anybody. So maybe the bye week, the Vikings sort of figure some things out. But uh, I got to see it first. To me, this is a field goal game. The Vikings play nothing but close games, it seems like. So I'll take the three and a half here with Arizona. Okay, then you got the Ravens and the Bucks. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady disconnected, destroying everything out there going on. Uh, what would you see in this game? Yeah, I wasn't a huge Bruce Arians fan, but may, maybe the, uh, the the absence makes the heart grow fonder because they have just looked disjointed on offense. They just continue in, insisting to try to run the ball into the line for no gain. They've been bad on offense, and to me, this is a game, if you like Baltimore, bet it now. If you like the Bucks, wait. I like Baltimore. I just don't see any sentiment for Tampa here. I think people, you, you know, you get burned once, it's one thing, but two weeks in a row, you're double-digit favorites, and you lose to Pittsburgh, all right, you figure you bounce back. They were never in this game against Carolina. I know Evans dropped the touchdown early, but to me, I don't know if it gets to a field goal, but two and a half, maybe three is what this closes. I would jump on the Ravens. I think Lamar's very hard to prepare for in a short week. This is one where I'd uh, I'd look to lay it here with Baltimore. There were some faraway places, Will, that opened like on a pseudo look at as high as Tampa minus three. And anybody who's watched the Bucks down oh. the last month, they're like, in what world should Tampa Bay be favored in this game? Right. Now you're at a point where how do you really trust either side? I mean, that's and I think that's what you're saying, Will. It's a, a spot where, okay, less than a field goal, good value here for Baltimore. The the whole not finishing games thing, I personally will. Like, I thought laying, laying six was a game you could kind of exercise some of the demons, and yet Baltimore did everything in their power again to try to blow a game late. It's just amazing how this team cannot finish close games. Yeah, maybe maybe Ravens first half is the angle because, like you said, they've been allergic to closing these games. They just they could easily be seven zero, but look, they're not. They're four and three. They've let a bunch of these games get away. They tried to let that one get away the other day, but still a pretty wow. good team. After Buffalo, Kansas City, Philly, you know who's the fourth, fifth best team? It's really anybody's guess. It really changes Throw week to week. Hands. Yeah, who, who, yeah. Who, yeah. who really knows? Uh, Will Hill. That's we awesome, do know Will. this. Will's a great guest. Every single time he comes on, every Tuesday on the Lombardi Line at Not the Will Hill. Great to see you as always. Will, best of luck with the picks this week. All right. Nice seeing you guys. Thanks for having Dude, me. Thanks. Seeing, by the way, from Will's point, Baltimore minus one. First half like against Tampa Thursday night. A little angle. Hard, yeah, hard to prepare for and then also can't finish. Can't finish. That's kind of the big thing with Baltimore. Right. We'll talk about that game in hour number two as well as teams coming off a bye next on the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.